go. Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Wrong Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. Tonight's show, we will break down week seven and take a peek into week number eight, almost halfway through the season. Kevin, how you doing, man? Doing all right, buddy. It's uh, Wednesday night. Got Lego Masters coming on later, so I'm excited. I got a weird setup going, man. I got uh, I'm out of town for a work conference, and um, so I'm in a hotel right now. I got lampshades off the lamps. I got my computer up on a pizza box to raise it up a little bit. It's um, it's not the classiest establishment I put myself in for tonight. Now tomorrow's better. My school is paying for my hotel tomorrow, so they got. It, it will be plush living for me over the next couple of nights, but uh, I, I got my I got my bag in the bathroom just uh, just to make sure I'm I'm a little worried about bed bugs. So we'll see how it goes. You gotta do what you gotta do. Speaking of schools, let me throw something out real quick. Is there a worse feeling in the world than not knowing where your child is? Oh my gosh, no! What are you gonna tell me? So I wake up, or I I was awake drinking my coffee. I get a email and the text from the school at about nine that my daughter is not in school today. Well, I've not been informed of this. Calling the school, keep getting voicemail, car, trying to call her in case she's not there. Calling her mom at her school. She's you know, a principal. Can't get a hold of her because she's in a meeting. No fault of her own. I am losing my SHIT because I've gotten no information about why my, where my daughter might be. So I, I'm telling you, dude, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I was losing. I was in, in just minor panic because she walks to school by herself on occasion. Oh and gosh. I'm just like, so I'm like, did she ever make it? Now, I was too I, in my little panic. I didn't look at my life 360. That would have showed that her she was in the school. But even then, I don't know, maybe she had her phone in there, her locker. Maybe she left the went outside the building for a second and disappeared. So I freak out. So I eventually got a hold of her mom. Luckily, that was right after I finally the school got back to me and let me know that it was a mistake that her first period teacher had clicked on the wrong person on the computer, not double checked. And and, uh, and so, dude, I it mean, happens. wow, it, it was you know, I know. But by then, it's it's like nine o'clock. She goes to school at seven thirty. She could be halfway to Ohio. Yeah. It was the worst, dude. But, man, the rest of my day was nothing but up from there because that, that was it was a crazy yeah. start. Yeah, I had I had one time when we had a nanny uh, that I couldn't. My son was like two at the time, and the nanny always had her phone on. Couldn't get a hold of her. Um, the cameras we have in the house, like nobody was on the cameras. She wasn't answering her phone. Uh, Forty five minutes go by. I got my keys in my. I had the police go knock on the door, um, and I mean the nanny just happened to have her phone on silent. He was napping and. She was just back there, like laying with him while he napped. So it wasn't a big gotcha. deal. But, dude, I feel you, man. I was. It's, it's the good. worst, dude. It, it, and that's the thing, knowing that she goes to school a lot of times by herself. Not the biggest deal. She lives a half mile from the school. And, but not being informed that she wasn't going to be in school. And then the school tells me she's not there. I'm, Eight million things start going through your head. It, it was uh, that was not an enjoyable 10 to 15 minutes of my life. I'll tell you what is enjoyable. My Philadelphia Phillies are now in the World Series. My Eagles are 6-0. and oh, And I'll even chalk up a win this past week, even though we were on our bye. I feel like with New Orleans having our – I'm sorry, us having New Orleans' first-round pick, it's almost like each week the Eagles have a game and we're playing against the league average, like, like in fantasy. We have two matchups yeah. every week. Ours – and then New Orleans. And every time New Orleans loses, that is a win in our column because we're getting that that draft pick, that first rounder keeps going up and up and up, and I am loving it. Then you got another uh, win today. You got a pro bowler for a freaking fourth-round measly pick. And not only is Chicago sending 
pass rush specialist Robert Quinn to Philadelphia for a fourth round pick, they're paying $7 million of his salary. Madness. Is, I, I just. I'm almost I, surprised I by after how Chicago played the other night that they still want to be big sellers. Now, don't get me. Well, don't get me wrong. Robert Quinn, oh, I think he has one sack this year. No, he's but not what he year, once was. Last year, he had 18 and a half. Oh, that's true. And that's, he had Khalil Mack on yeah. the other side. Right. Now he's coming. He's got Hassan Reddick on one side. Josh Sweat come, um, rotates in. Brandon Graham rotates in. This is big time. And the, the rest of his salary, I think the Eagles are only on the hook for like five million bucks for this year. And the next two years for his deal are non-guaranteed. Now, so, so he'll be I a mean, regular player or more just pass rush specialist, third down guy. I, I would imagine at 32 years old, he's going to be pass rush specialist, uh, which is, I mean, which is fine. You're paying five yeah, million bucks. That's what for they wanted student. for. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm so through the roof right now. One thing that does bring me down a little bit, we got poor little out for old Brees Hall, your, uh, your guy, your rookie of the year towards ACL. Now he's done, man. He is done. Just we're saying he last was, week, they might have the, the, the Jets might have the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. He was my number one back coming out. He's certainly shown it, but bye-bye. He'll be lucky if he's back by midseason next year. Well, I don't know. These ACLs heal up pretty quick, They do, man. but some some don't eat as well. So, I mean. We'll see. Yeah, that, I mean, there's a chance. But, look, I mean, just look at Gus and uh, why do we all J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. You know, here they, they tore theirs before the season started last year. And and Gus just played, and we're still he's Dobbins is still having issues. He's back on the IR. Back on IR, yeah. So you never uh, know. And you're right. I mean, it's come a long way since hell. I had mine done almost 20 years ago. Now the the med- the, the medical field with that is so much farther along. But man, it's it's a full year is pretty much where they still are with really being able to contribute and not have setbacks. And then now. The well, I guess the the only other news and notes I have is Matt Ryan being benched. Yeah. This dude might be a future Hall of Famer, and Frank Reich was just like that. We've seen enough of you. Let's bring Sam Ellinger. Yeah, he's thirty seven years old. He's played very poorly. Now, no, no, no help from his line. That's for sure. I think he already had, also has three pick sixes this year already. You, you just yeah, can't win with that. And the thing is, he came out today and he was he did it exactly how he should. He came out and said, look, I know how this league works. I'm 37 years old. When you're not performing and you're 37, you don't play. I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help him out. Dude's had a great career. Right? He's a fringe Hall of Famer. Do I think he'll right. get there? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Um, But he, he's a fringe dude. He's a stand-up dude. He's going to help these young guys and from there, yeah, I definitely don't think he signed there thinking, Hey, I'll be holding a clipboard by week eight. But so, how do you feel about Michael Pittman? Not a lot different. I think he'll still get peppered with targets. See, I, I think I like it because Matt Ryan wasn't willing to throw the ball more than seven yards downfield. Yeah, so the way I kind of like what you just said, it's not going to get worse for him. I actually think it might get better. And if you want to, surely he's not going to fetch much on the trade market. So, if you want to throw a low ball offer out there for him, you, you might be able to get him. Yeah, yeah, and this might this whole thing he can run, and this this might open up the offense a little bit and help the receivers. Yeah. My my thought is, how could it hurt? As right. poor yeah. as as Matt Ryan's been, you could put me or you in there, and it's not going to get much worse. It's not going to get better, but it's not going to get a whole lot worse. Right. And uh, last thing I want to touch on before we get to breaking down these games is, <laughs> and I let you know about this off air a couple hours ago, just so you had some time to to brew and think about it. But I just completed a trade in my league of record. I'm not, I'm not real deep on running back. I have Joe Mixon. I have Devin Singletary. I got Latavius Murray two weeks ago. Uh, and I have AJ Dillon, who obviously is doing nothing. Ugh, and um, a nightmare. Right. I know. I have Cordero Patterson and I traded him away for Phillies or Phillies. See, look, Phillies on the brain for the Philadelphia defense. What do you think about that? Cordero Patterson, who's been hurt a couple weeks, but he's coming back soon for Philly defense. I've had time to think about your thing. How many running backs do you play? You have to play two? We have to play two, and it's two flex as well. But I'm deep on wide receiver. So normally, like I have Debo, C.D. Lamb, and Keenan Allen. Yeah, that, that, that's all inconsequential. Back. Inconsequential. Sure. 
Sure. Unless you're planning to trade one of them to get back some running back value. That's Otherwise, all of my guys my league, that's very consequential because in my league, you had to play one running back, two wide receivers, and still two flexes. So right. like this week, for example, I'm playing Miles Sanders and four receivers. Okay. Right. So, but in your league, it's a little, little deeper, but that said two things with this in general. The general consensus fantasy, you never trade, do anything to get defenses. It's just stupid. It's silly. But it's not. My defense in my league of record right now is the freaking Steelers. They have 38 points on the season. Well, guess what? 24 were in week one. So it's like I'm going in with a zero almost every week. It's like I'm playing nine on eight or eight on nine. Okay, so it matters. Whereas they scored in my in my league record over 70. Okay, so more than double. And, of course, it's weekly instead of 24 all in one week. So I actually buy what you're selling here. I don't trust Patterson anyway when he comes back. I don't know that they're going to continue to use him like that because he keeps getting hurt. So, but beyond that, you personally preach, preach, sir. Like, you are at the head of the altar of no such thing as having a defense for the season. I'm going to stream every week, every other week. I'll play 16 defenses in one week. That's how hard I'll stream them. So it's surprising to me. I so I started to think Bobby's not really a homer. I like to tease him that he is, but he's not really. But it's fun to tease about. So who was your defense? Like, were you literally streaming every week or were you going uh, hit or miss? So my defense was, believe it or not, the Philadelphia Eagles defense. But – I had to, they had a buy last week and I needed someone. So I had to drop them. And here, here's an advantage. So if you drop a team early in the week, like I did um, with, with who has a buy, they'll come off of buy or they'll come off of waivers early. They'll come off of waivers on Monday rather than Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever your waivers run. And normally those are those are little things I catch and I pick up those guys when no one else in the league is thinking, oh, they're on a bye week. They're going to just run waivers like everybody else. I got beat at my own game this week because someone picked uh, picked them up. So anyway. You with tell that us in who mind, it was because we're going to revisit this person. It was it was Albert Leach, our there guy that we had on here, our commissioner. He yeah. is a wily veteran this week, buddy. And, and we'll talk more, like you said, yeah. about some moves he made. But um, so here's my thought process with Cordero Patterson. He's had one week one, he had 38 yards rushing. Week two, 141. Week three, 41 yards rushing. Week four, 120. And he hasn't played since week four. The Falcons do love to run the ball. They have so many running backs now. Mariota runs it, the quarterback, obviously. They have Caleb Huntley, who's running the ball. Tyler Algier gets 15, 16 carries every single week. So I don't know what his workload is going to be when he gets back. I also don't know when he's getting back. And even when he's the guy, he's so up and down. Now, with the Philly or with the Eagles defense, at least that is a position now they are past their bye. And you talked last week about their cake schedule ahead of them. It's this is a position. Easiest. It's literally maybe I don't have the to worry easiest about. on paper in, in coming up. In the rest they of the are one of the best defenses in the league. And I don't have to think about that position anymore for the rest of the year. Yeah. Now, Cordero Patterson, every single week, I'm going to be debating. Do I play him? Do I play A.J. Dillon? Do I play Rashad Bateman in my flex? What do I do? Now, all that's out. It's peace of mind, and I have one of the best. I have a set it and forget it position, and that's what you want. No, I'm with you entirely, and I told you earlier, in, in my league of record, a guy had to drop the Eagles defense last week because the buy. He had nothing else to drop. He's got so many long-term contracts and players he can't lose. He had to dump them to pick up a defense, so they're out there. So I don't mind saying it because at 9 o'clock, our waivers go off tonight. I bid for them, and I bet probably about seven other teams did too. Because I don't want to have to worry about it. It's done. It's over. Bye-bye, Steelers. I can't wait for T.J. Watt to come back anymore. I'll play the Eagles every week, and I don't I don't care who they're playing. I really don't. I don't care if they're playing the Chiefs, the Bills. I'm going to put them out there because I never know if those corners, if I'm going to pick six. So I, I most people probably disagree with what you did. I literally think I at least you three would. out of four people. But I'm 100% on board with it. 100%. I like it. Awesome. Makes me feel good. Oh, plus getting Robert Quinn can't hurt, right? Yeah, they got better today. Since you've been doing this, they've been, they got even better. 
So what's not to like? The only thing that'll make this a stupid trade is if you decide one week, oh man, they got a tough matchup. I'm dumping them for the Jags defense. Then I will say you're an idiot. That was the dumbest trade you could ever made. Not a chance. All right, we got to go through these games though quicker than normal because we we sort of went after it there for a while. Uh, our first one was last Thursday, very high scoring game. The Cardinals took down the Saints forty two to thirty four. Andy Dalton, monster game, 361 and four touchdowns, but he did have three picks, at least one, maybe two pick sixes. Two. Um, yeah, and and honestly, besides Alvin Kamara, who with over 100 combined total yards uh, was fine, Chris Olave, seven for 106, that's it. And Kamara has not found the end zone this year. Did you know that? I did know that because there's all kinds of questions you see online, this, that, and the other about people wanting to dump him when other people wanted to buy low. Kyler Murray um, was a, on the other. Well, real quick on yeah. the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray was a bum. Eno Benjamin was great, but he maybe go back to the bench because James Conner might come out, come yeah. back, and DeAndre Hopkins, buddy, ten for one hundred three. He came back in a fury. I love it. Good for him. Yeah, you know I'm a big fan. I got him for oh, yeah. the. You know I've always loved him, Jared, but I got oh, him yeah. on the cheap this year because of the suspension. Um, Dalton played well enough, even though it was. At one, it was they were up fourteen to seven with two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Three right. touchdowns in under two minutes. Two of them pick sixes. They were down. They went in twenty eight, down twenty eight fourteen. It was it was crazy. But he played well enough that he was officially today named the starter. Winston's Winston's we'll, healthy. We'll talk about he, him a little later. Yeah, but he's benched. Um, as far as the Cardinals, great, great for my fantasy squad. Love that. Uh, I'm thinking about maybe playing Murray in the once and done this week. Ooh, interesting. And I got to be careful with the lobby because, as we know, my master plan, if that yeah. some bitch ends up in the top 10 scores, which he's right now about 16th or 17th in our league, I'm gonna he's going to hold out on me, and it's going to blow the whole freaking thing to hell. So instead of paying him $8 next year, I'm going to have to pay him 56 you know what I'm hoping for? Because I got him in the Sirius XM host dynasty league, buddy. Well, I wanted to do old. well. I just wanted to end up 11th. <laughs> um, our next game, the Ravens took down the Browns, which I'm sure you are ecstatic about because it yeah. watching the game, it felt like a rave, like the Ravens lost. It, oh, it, it did. does not. I was just waiting like for them to lose. They did everything in their power to lose. They really did. And I'm just watching them fall and I'm just drinking my beer. I'm like, there we go again. We'll go and chalk up the L. Nick Chubb dominated as he normally does against the Ravens, almost six yards a carry uh, and a score. Kareem Hunt finally scored. Thank God, five carries for four yards. What's that's, going on that's here? That's all-stop numbers there. Oh, it's, it's annoying is what it is. Uh, Amari Cooper was okay. And David Njoku, seven for 71, which is great. But he's probably out for at least for a little while uh, with an injury. So check out Harrison Bryant if he's on your waiver wire. might be a good pickup. Dude, the Ravens attempted 16 passes. That is – that's absurd. Gus Edwards, um, a lot more work than we anticipated. He basically got a carry on every play he was on the field. I think he played some like 23 snaps and got 16 carries, yeah. plus two scores. Um, And, dude, Kenyon Drake just destroyed me in the one and done. I didn't think – Oh, oh, and this was one thing I wanted to bring up is that – and this is what got me is I started Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I put him in the lineup on like a Friday. And when word came out, I knew Gus Edwards was going to play, but when word came out that he was running with the ones during warmups, I was in the car driving, and I wasn't able to make that switch. So I got screwed there in the one and done because I'd have much rather had yeah. Gus Edwards in there. There's about five Drake. guys that played him. I had him in my lineup. If you look at the the record, you know, the your uh, lineup record, it, it records, you know, every change you ever make for everybody to see. I took him out at about 1130 because I was like, Gus is going to do it today. I didn't think he'd do that, but it's like, I can't trust Drake. So I took him out and put in Ken Walker, panned out. Yeah. But yeah, Gus also had uh, well, one of his times in, he also had a target, didn't catch it. Um, it was not a pretty game for either team. Ravens pulled it out. But if they keep playing like this, they're going to up eight, nine and miss the playoffs. Cooper had a touchdown called back. I didn't care for that. But it was blatant offensive pass interference. And there's a chance that uh, our buddy, um, uh, who who are we got? Mark Andrews isn't going to play tomorrow night. I know. It's going to so be Isaiah interesting. likely might get a, a, another shot. Yeah, that Thursday game, Buccaneers-Ravens. We'll, we'll see. And it's a home game for the Ravens, right? That's in Tampa? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, for it's the Buccaneers. in Tampa. 
Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Uh, speaking of Tampa, in the one of the most shocking games of the entire season, ridiculous. They lose twenty-one to three to the PJ Walker led, Christian McCaffrey less Carolina Panthers. Brady is not good for fantasy. I mean, it's just I don't know what we do with him. Rashad White led the team in rushing with 24 yards on the ground. Now, Mike Evans was nine for 96. So you're good there. And Kate Otten, if you had to start him and I had to in the league four for 64, you'll take that. But come on guys. What are now, we doing? Now that said, that said that the whole complexity of the game changed on the first play from scrimmage when Mr. Mike Evans had cleared the defense by 12, 13 yards, and you couldn't put – I mean, it might have been the prettiest pass of Tom Brady's career. You can't hit a guy more in stride. And it just – Mike Evans catches some of the most insane balls, and he drops the easiest freaking 75-yard touchdown you'd ever see. So that could have changed the whole game, not just from the game standpoint, but obviously from a fantasy standpoint, especially since I played Brady in the once and done. Yeah, that play alone was worth like 12 points. He only got 9.7 in the whole game. That was alone worth 12. You, you were, you were, that he was your pick for starting for starters last week, right? You're, yeah. yeah um, Philip Walker, Philip Walker somehow threw for two touchdowns. One of them going to DJ Moore was seven for yeah. 69. This best game of the entire season with Philip Walker throwing the ball. So, hey, maybe that's something. Maybe DJ Moore's on the way back. And then somehow Deontay Foreman steps up, 15 carries, 118 yards against this stout Tampa defense. Chuba Hubbard, oh, hey, don't count him out. 63 yards rushing for him. And a we touchdown. might have to. They, they, He's they probably not going to play this week. Who? Hubbard. Well, he averaged seven yards a carry last week. Oh, he did. Four minutes. But now he's hurt. They're saying there's a it's it's a, it's gonna be a, like a game time decision if he's gonna play. No, I'm with you. They Foreman tore it up. It was not as much no about the coming. Panthers doing well as it was the Buccaneers just sucking. Yes. They they got some serious work to do. You can't have a roster like that and lose to the when going into this game, I think that the, the spread was like twelve and a half points. The the Panthers were being considered one of the worst teams of the last ten years. And then oh, you yeah. trade your best player on top of it, and you still wipe up the box. That happens a lot, man. That happens a lot in the NFL where, you know, you get rid of your quarterback or your fire. I mean, think about the Raiders yeah. last year. They fired yeah, John right. Gruden, and they go on a winning streak, make the playoffs. It but, happens all the time. It does. But a lot of times, then the next week, you lose by 50. So we'll see what happens this week here. The Bengals smashed the Falcons, which this one we definitely saw coming. The um, Mariota. Nothing for you. Tyler Algier was fine. 50 yards rushing on 16 carries, as always. He only averaged three yards a carry, but he scored a touchdown. And then no receiver. The Only four guys caught a pass. Marcus Mariota has, I think, 29 pass attempts in the last two weeks. Combined. Eight completions in the entire game. Dude, Drake London, one catch for nine yards. Uh, He's this, been a major uh, bust. Him and Pitts, because Mariota just sucks. He's not a... He's not a valid it, NFL quarterback. Mariota was eight for 13. You'll take that completion percentage, 13 well, pass attempts in a game where you were down multiple scores for most of it. Uh, what uh, I don't get, Arthur Smith will run the ball no matter what. Dude, it's like um, we've back in draft season, we had a few Kevin Costner draft day references. Uh, Vontae Mack, no matter what. Arthur yeah. Smith wakes up and he pulls his post-it note out of his pocket and says, run the ball, no matter what. <laughs> the score, the quarter, it yeah. doesn't matter. Dude, the Falcons had 42 play offensive plays. Burrow alone had 42 pass attempts. And you there talk you about go. completion percentage, 34 for 42. Impressive. Dude, the guy is just, you. is he just the coolest dude in the world? Like the way he walks in the stand, the look he has on the sideline all the time. He looks like a mix between a serial killer and the Terminator and Tom Brady, like all of it together. And I, the dude just looks unstoppable. Almost 500 yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, thank goodness Mixon found the end zone uh, on the ground because he didn't have – he is very inefficient. Burrow stole one of his TDs, which was very annoying for me. 
Uh, Tyler Boyd did his Tyler Boyd thing. This was one of his four games where he's going to blow up eight for 155 and a touch. Jamar Chase, eight for 130 and two. He got hurt. I wasn't sure about that one, but he came back after it. So he was good to go. Yeah. And once again, both Chase and Burrow outscored the two of them together the week I played them in the once and done. So I um I was not planning on starting Jamar Chase, but at my QB, I looked at Burrow long and hard in the one and done and decided not to. Um, I went Davis Mills, which I talked about on the show yeah. last week. And he was fine for Davis Mills, but he certainly was not Joe Burrow. Yeah, you missed out on some points there. Uh, is some. Next up, the Cowboys beat the Lions pretty bad. Jared Goff, 21 for 26. That's great. 228, and eh, that's all right. No touchdowns, two picks. DeAndre Swift, yet again, did not play. So Jabal Williams was the lead back, but he didn't score, so he didn't really do much for you. And that's it. No one yeah, played. He did Khalif play well. They had over five yards of carry. Just their that's offense fine. just sucked in general. It did. It sure. Well, it, I don't know if the offense sucked or if the Cowboys' defense is that good. I'd say it's a little bit of both. I'll buy that. Go- golf's um, been that, playing with house money. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it, you know, once he get, and Amon Ra left early, concussion. So we'll see. Well, and that's or the no, thing. Well, saying now he didn't really yes. even have a concussion because this new BS, yep. the the sissy rules. Now he wasn't allowed to get back in the game. Right. Uh, Dak Prescott, 200 yards passing and a touchdown. Not the uh, return you wanted, but but you'll take it. Zeke, two touchdowns, but might not play this week. Uh, we'll see how that knee goes to get a bone bruise or something like that. Tony Pollard looked awesome. He usually does, 12 for 83. Obviously, if Zeke sits, Tony Pollard will be, you know, the start of the week in any of your once-and-done leagues and all that stuff. Everyone will put him in there. CD Lamb four for seventy. I mean, come on. I need I need more catches here, buddy. I need to, I need you to find the end zone. Something, something. Uh, and Game that's script. it. There was no need for them to be chucking. I know. And, and, and Peyton Hendershot caught a touchdown. Yeah, Kevin. he did. Peyton One Hendershot. thing about Zeke, I've never been, never thought he was as good of a player as a lot of the other the pundits do. But one thing I'll give him, he is a badass. The dude plays hurt all the time. I'd be really yes. surprised he doesn't play this week. But he might lose a few carries. You play him in the once and done. Good pick. Didn't do crap really on the ground, but he did score twice. So he still got you a lot of points. Um, right. One thing I noticed once done this week, a, a fair amount of people, like four, five, six guys played Michael Gallup. I don't remember seeing anything that would have made Michael Gallup seem like such a home run play this week. Hey, nothing. I don't the, even, did he even the have Lions a target? Defense. The Lions defense. Well, I know, but I don't know. That's why. He had two targets the whole game. I yeah. went with that thing. I would have went with Noah Brown over Gallup. He had seven. Well, yeah. I, I, I like it. Tell you. It was me. a bunch of zeros for a bunch of other me. people that aren't us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for the Giants get yet another win. They're now six and one against, uh, uh, and they won against Jacksonville Jaguars. Smoke and mirrors, baby. Smoke Dude, and mirrors. It's, it is unreal, man. Daniel Jones. 200 yards and a touchdown, basically the same numbers as Dak Prescott, except Dak Prescott didn't have 107 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Saquon Barkley had a Saquon Barkley had three more rushing yards yeah. than Daniel Jones and didn't score. Um, and then Darius Slayton, three for 58 and a touchdown. If you were, you know, hurting for a flex and you threw him out there, which I thought about in one league, I did not end up doing it, but uh, that worked out for you. You've been all right. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they look good. Daniel Jones, man. Maybe he's turned a corner. I still don't trust him, but no, we can wise. say that. But he's put up good numbers every week, and they're winning. So turned a quarter fantasy wise, not in real life. They're six and one. What what and else what do you need? You I know they're not seven and zero, oh, but what you else do they need? Smoke and mirrors. I agree, but I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's turned the corner that he's going to be all pro this year, and and he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. But we, this guy going to the season, we weren't even sure if he was going to be playing, let alone doing this. So I'm just saying maybe the guy's fine figuring some things out. Maybe not. They might they might lose every game the rest of the year. I would That wouldn't surprise me. Well, it wouldn't upset me either. Um, one thing that would make me a little happier is if Trevor Lawrence could throw some touchdown passes. He went 310 yards with no touchdown. Uh, he did get a rushing touchdown, which was nice. Travis yeah. Etienne, 
14 carries, 114 yards, eight yards a carry, and a score. Uh, and with the trade of James Robinson, which that nah, it just hit me. We didn't even bring that up. He's yeah. going to the Jets. Uh, this is his backfield, man. Jamichael Hasty's the backup. Snoop Connor's a rookie, third string. So, you know, if you want to throw one of those guys on the end of your bench just to see what happens, go ahead. Um, but Hasty's going to get some ETN's, play. This is ETN's world. Uh, Christian Kirk, seven for 96. You love seeing that. Touchdown would have been nice, but whatever. He oh. who shall not be named their tight end, four for 67. Unfortunately, you will take that every week in today's tight end world. Oh, yeah. Kirk got – wait, did you just say his name? I said he who shall not be named. Thank goodness. I, I was reading some for a second. I thought maybe you said it. Like, God, what are you trying to do to us? Jinx us for the rest of the year? Christian Kirk, as you probably saw at the end of the game, had caught like a 35-yard pass and got caught on the half-yard line. Uh, or he would have scored, funny. and they would have won the game. Giants would have lost. Um, he also had a, a, a pass attempt. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to say about either of these teams. The Giants should be more like four and three. The Jags should be more like four and three. But here we are at six and one and two and five. I know. I don't. I know. The, the NFL is weird, and it really is. That, Watching the Jags, it's a much prettier version of football it's sure watching is. the giants it's just ugliness but here we are six and one and two and five wins are wins and you'll take them any way you can get them speaking of that how about the washington commanders beating the aaron Rodgers led green bay packers back-to-back terrible losses for the packers yeah. who are now three and four the same record as the commanders aaron Rodgers got two touchdown passes but still didn't get 200 yards uh through the air there is zero rushing game on this team 38 I mean, yards total the whole team total between jones and dylan combined yep. uh and aaron jones luckily if you're an owner of him nine catches 53 yards and both of aaron Rodgers' passing touchdowns and alan lazar hurts leaves the, the game in a sling and that here's another teachable moment for you fantasy folks out there two weeks ago in the Megala Bowl, which is the biggest fantasy football tournament in the world uh, with the fantasy footballers. Two weeks ago, I put out a trade offer because I am hurting in wide receiver. We start three wide receivers and two flex. I'm struggling at wide receiver. So I put out a trade offer. Raheem Mostert for Alan Lazard. It doesn't get answered. A week goes by. Two weeks go by. doesn't get answered. All of a sudden, bang. I wake up this morning completely forgetting about the trade was even offered and he accepted it. Now Alan Lazard might not play where he most is blown up. And that's on me. That's on me. I proposed you, that you, trade so long ago. I forgot about it. So in my league of record, you, you can put on, on, on my fancy league.com since it's so, as you know, intricate, cause you're, you're in the ones that done on it. You can put time, a timer on any trade offer. It can be, it can be a hours. It can be a day. It can be a week. You, so yeah, that you can't get the you can't accidentally get the screws put to you, but you you don't have that. It's a option. it's a it's new sleeper. This one's in sleeper, so nope. Okay. Didn't. And that and look, it good for him. My fault, but we move on. Tyler Heine, Heineke, two touchdowns, a pick, uh, and what? Brian Robinson, seventy three yards on the ground. I guess you're happy with that. Terry McLaurin, though, five for seventy three and a touch. You will take that, and it's. It's so weird that we needed Taylor Heineke to unlock Terry McLaurin. He loves throwing to him, dude. He doesn't care how many people are on him. He's going to throw it to him and expect him to catch it, and he does. It's almost like McLaurin also is elevated, not just because he gets more opportunities, but the dude just looks bored when anybody else is out there. Like, God, I got to keep playing with these jokers. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the guy's got ten a starting job. Curtis Samuel got 10 touches. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because he had five carries. You know, yeah. Heineke might have a starting job with all this, like, these new Netflix shows coming up. A lot more things happening out in L.A. I don't know. Okay, I'm not following this one. Help me out. Well, what's a face in Markle? They've got okay new deals going with Netflix. they got is. these podcasts going now. There we go. He's not going to have time for football. The Prince Harry is. Jokes are back. Um You're saying. The Titans took out on the Colts in what was a terribly boring game. 
Uh, Matt Ryan, not good, hence why he's on the bench. Jonathan Taylor, only 10 carries, but did get 58 yards with those carries. Can Paris Campbell stop this nonsense? 10 catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. This is two weeks in a row that he has been not just relevant, but good. And I just, I can't take it. I can't. No more Paris Campbell. Stop it. I will not allow it to happen as, anymore. As I've told you before, I won't name him anymore. He's he who's oh, that's be right. named Junior. Because I play him, he gets zero points. Any other week, he throws up high double digits. Uh, and then for the Titans, only guy doing anything is Derrick Henry. 30 carries. I love that. We're back to the the workhorse. 128 yards. Uh, and and that's it. It looked Touchdowns. the same as it looked the Anyone? same. I think it I think it took him a few games to really get his feet back under him. Again, he looks like a man amongst boys. There was nobody on the field on either team that looked like him. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, two things to think about. One, Ryan Tannehill was hurt, may or may not play. He did not practice today on Wednesday. So he uh it may be Malik Willis may get his first NFL start. If so, uh think about the Houston Texans defense. I know they're not great but it is a rookie quarterback in their first start. Second thing to think about, Kevin, what is the NFL record for most points scored in a game that you did not score a touchdown in? I know it's not 19, but I, I there was am... no offensive touchdowns. No idea. Not a clue. Are that's, you asking me? To... Are you... so no, I don't know. Look that up. I thought you were quizzing me like you know the answer. Oh, I, I no, no. It's I just happened to notice. I mean, that's 19 points is a lot to score without an offensive touchdown. That it is. Was a defense. They had defensive touch. They had a. Was it a pick six? It is a pick six. Yeah. And four field goals. I would imagine it's higher than that, but probably it can't be much higher than that. All right. The Vegas Raiders uh, put the screws to the Houston Texans. My pick, Davis Mills. If you want to dig deep, I like it. Three hundred yards passing plus two touchdowns. Not upset about that if you're streaming. Damian Pierce had almost 100 yards rushing, not quite, uh, but did have 25 yards receiving, so he gets his 100 total yards. And uh, and that's it. Brandon Cooks, man, this was this was the week Killed I started me. him in one and done. The Raiders give up a ton of points to wide receivers, four for 46. I don't I don't know what we're doing here. Jordan Aikens, I know he had one big catch, but three for 68 led the team. Very upsetting. Yeah, we both played Cooks. That just ended up a nightmare again. And now there's already talking once again of him on the trade block. Has there been a better receiver in the history of the league that gets traded every other year? It's, no, it can't be. It can't be. We talked about that in the preseason. He gets yeah. 1,000 yards receiving just about every year. It's I mean, mind-blowing. It's not really a diva. It's not like he's forcing his way out of these towns. Once in a while, we run his mouth. But it's more just squeaky wheel stuff. Sure. It's 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 bizarre to me. I don't get it. Um, with as far as the Raiders go, you would think Derek Carr. If I told you he only had six incompletions, you'd be like, "Holy cow, what a day!" But he only had two two forty one and a touchdown. And uh, that touchdown went to Mac Hollins. Devontae Adams with eight for ninety five, which is you know great in a PPR league. But half point, you're okay with it. Uh, you know, standard. Obviously, you're not real happy. The story was Josh Jacobs. You played Kenneth Walker in the one and done, and you played Josh Jacobs, who went 143 yards and three touchdowns. What a game by Josh Jacobs. Dude, he's he's going to get paid, man. He's He is going to be, I hope, for him. He's He's had bad luck with all this stuff, but I hope because the Raiders are letting him walk. Maybe. We'll see. But I hope he gets paid. I hope he does, I really too. do. He deserves it. They might want to bring him back. I mean, they're not they're not going to probably franchise him. It's rare running backs get franchised, but they could just to try to get a deal in place. The dude's unstoppable. I mean, I played him and Walker just because not only are they just tearing it up, but they're playing two of the worst run defenses in the history of the league. So I was like, I didn't expect 35 and 32 out of them, but I expected good days. But th- that's the thing with Carr. He doesn't need to throw. When when this guy's averaging over seven yards a carry and scoring at will, they don't need to throw. Why would you? Why take the chances? Let this guy he run it down so the throat and win the game. Man, he looks good. Keeps the defense off the field. Sure does. All right, Jets and Broncos. Talk about two teams that are exceeding – I guess the Jets are far exceeding our expectations 
and the Broncos are just stumbling around drunk somewhere. I don't know what's going on here. And, and the thing that interests me with the Jets, and I talked about this with our buddy Albert Leach before the show, is that they they start the year their backup quarterback who's throwing the ball 50 times a game. And now they have their starting quarterback who throws for 121 yards. I, I think he had less than 200 yards last week, too, passing. It's it's wild, the change in offenses. When you have your starting quarterback, you would think this is the guy that's going to throw the rock. But, no, that was that was Joe Flacco. Brees always said he tore his ACL. He only had four carries. It's all good. 72, 72 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Uh, so go out, make sure you get Michael Carter. He's going to be the starter probably. I know they traded for James Robinson, but I, I went ahead and I grabbed Ty Johnson in a couple leagues. I like Ty. He's you know he's a hometown boy for us, kind of from Fort Hill, yeah. about ninety minutes uh, west of where we're and my from. My dad graduated high school there, but he's good. Like he's a good ball player. When he gets an opportunity, he usually does well. So we'll see. Yeah. He, I mean, he's he's end of the bench. I grabbed him for like five bucks in a hundred hundred dollar. Um, fab budget so it's no big deal obviously no pass catchers did anything so good luck with that well that, the thing is with them is the common denominator of both of these offensive styles was Brees hall i'd, I'd really like to see this sort of go because you look at hall four for 72 carter 13 for 29 there's a small skill gap there and we like little carter, discrepancy it just doesn't seem to be panning out man if you'd have told me at the end of the year right i'd have bet my house that the Giants and Jets would not be 11 and three after week seven. So I'd be living in a cardboard box. I said, dude, I, I, you know what? It, it would take a lot for me to bet my house. I would have done that as well. Yeah, 11 and three out of these two teams. Are you freaking kidding me? Um, Brett Rippon goes out there for the Broncos because Russell Wilson's hurt. Supposed to be back this week. He's rocking and raring to go. Well, he threw for 225 yards and one pick with no touchdowns, and that's basically a Russell Wilson stat line from this year. Barely over 50% completion rate. The Broncos didn't lose anything. Um, Melvin Gordon and Lat Murray, they basically split the work, but Lat Murray got the touchdown, and Jerry Judy went seven for 96, and Greg Dulcich, the rookie tight end, back-to-back weeks, he's a top 12 tight end in fantasy. So get Dulcich if you need a tight end. And we all need a tight end. So get Dulcich. He's getting work, man. Oh, he is. The dude can play. I like the way you say that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get on my um, – Do it. Do it now. On a waiver list right now and go with that. And and now they're selling. Denver knows. They know it's over. So they're all, they're already selling. So it's, uh, it's crazy. Who would have thought it? Keep talking while I get on here real quick. <laughs> It's all good. It put, do you in, think? put this in. So let me ask you, if you had to start Melvin Gordon or Lat Murray, you have them both on your team, who you start? Probably. I don't want to start either, but I'm going to probably start Murray just because I think he'll be the one when they get the ball down in the three or inside. He's the guy they're going to give it to. So I am with you 100%. I'm starting Lat Murray over. I'm starting Lat Murray in my league of record this, this week over A.J. Dillon who they're playing the bill. So he'll probably end up being the third down back in the two minute guy and the four minute guy. And he'll probably get six catches for 45 yards and a touchdown. But uh, nonetheless, I'm starting Lat Murray over AJ Dillon. I would definitely start him over Melvin Gordon, which is so weird to say he's only been on the team for two weeks. I don't know what he did. He something did, did he, did he park? Uh, no, here did we hack it's a uh, parking here spot. We did he, here we go. <laughs> I know. What did he pooped in his pillowcase? What, what did he do? What did he do? But something is a skew. It's it's and true. There's, there's no doubt about that. Something's not something's not right in that whole freaking thing. I'll tell you what is right, and that is Andy Reid, man. What a coach this guy is. The Chiefs, for all intents and purposes, dominated the Niners at home. Patrick Mahomes over 400 yards passing and three touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco gets the start, and he had more carries than um, CEH, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire did find the end zone. I tell you what, this Pacheco guy, he looks good, man. He looks real good. And I told you earlier that uh, I was going to start someone in a flex. Um, oh, it was uh, – I, I can't remember. 
but what I ended up doing was starting Miko Hardman. So okay. I should have mentioned that earlier, and that uh, that panned out pretty well with two rushing touchdowns, oddly enough, and a receiving touchdown. So that uh, that catapulted me to victory, and that was honestly, he was the only guy worth it picking up on the waiver wire. I grabbed him, and and that was two weeks. In, I grabbed him two weeks ago, so it worked out two weeks in a row for me. Uh, and then Juju, my gosh, seven catches, one twenty-four, and a touchdown. You don't know when it's coming, but when it comes, man, it's good. Oh yeah, he he again. He looked great. I mean, I, I watched the entire game. I sat down. I, I didn't feel like watching red zone. I was spending some time with mom, and she wanted to watch football. And, and it's difficult for, her, generally speaking, to watch a game, but really hard on red zone. So we just watched it because it was the game of the week. And I, I watched this whole game, and he looked like a freaking monster. He looked like he did four years ago for the Steelers. Unstoppable. Yeah. He, I mean, he good. He did. Scantling with 111 yards. Where'd that come from? So I'm yeah. telling you, this is happening. I told you I thought it would. You thought I was nuts. That I think this whole spreading it around and having a true offense instead of one diva is really panning out for the Chiefs. It is. It'll really work out in the playoffs when these other teams can't scheme just to shut down Tyreek Hill and make and Kelsey it. beat them. Now anybody can beat them. That's it because – you. Is it MVS? Is it Juju? Is it Mecole? By the end of the year, it might be Sky Moore. So I was listening to fantasy footballers actually tonight on, on my drive um, to the hotel, and they said a few things. One thing they said um, was that at this time last year, nobody knew who Amon Ross St. Brown was. True. For all intents and purposes, as far as fantasy goes. And, of course, I drafted him last year. And – I couldn't keep him on my team. So obviously I cut him. And, uh, but at this time last year, he wasn't, he literally did nothing at all. So maybe this, and they mentioned, you know, Sky Moore, this is that type of player where they haven't done anything, but watch out for the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and another thing they mentioned was Jimmy Garoppolo, three weeks, QB9, QB9, QB9. You want to talk about streaming glory right there. If you stream a quarterbacks, that's all you need. That's what you're hoping for. He's 303 yards and two touchdowns. You'll take that every week. I don't know why he gets so much crap. The dude puts up fantasy numbers year after year. He has one of the best, like the third best winning percentage all time for the Niners behind, hmm, let's think Montana and Steve Young. He lost the Super Bowl and he lost an NFC championship game. So everybody's down. He can't win the big game. Like at least he gets there. I don't, I just don't understand this. As far as fantasy, he's not. He's not getting you those 30-point weeks, you know. But he doesn't get you the five-point weeks either. Well, fantasy owners don't care about that. They want High those ceiling High floor, low games. ceiling. Yeah. But uh, they didn't Jeff get, I mean, McCaffrey in this offense, he had his little couple glimpses there. Sweet Lord. I know. I know. If he can stay healthy, man, it's going to be good stuff. It, it sucks for Jeff Wilson because he has looked yeah. so good. We talk every week about how good he looks on the field. I hope he keeps his role. I really do. And and gets some touches. He had seven carries and McCaffrey had eight. Wilson needs double-digit touches every game. He really does. Kittle had an awesome game, six for 98 and a touchdown. And Ayuk, balling out again, man, seven for 82. I like it. Debo, I'm worried about hamstring injury. One carry, five catches. We'll see, man. He's not panning out. Yeah, and the thing with Jeff Wilson is, come soon, he's not going to be playing at all. I Elijah, Mitchell's Elijah Mitchell back comes in a back. couple weeks. Yeah, so he he's man trade bait. I don't know. Uh, did you see IU came out yesterday his interview and it said like, man, we just had way too many weapons on this team to only score twenty couple points every week. He's right. He is, but nobody's really playing bad. It's just they're they end up in bad situations. A lot of I think they're leading the league in penalties. Um, and maybe is Shanahan getting a little ahead of himself. I don't know, but you're right. I mean, they got to score more. You give up 44, you deserve to lose, but you still got to oh, score sure. more than 23 with these weapons. I mean, this is an embarrassment yeah. of riches on this team. I know it's the Chiefs, but it was an away game. I mean, like the Niners' defense is supposed to be a good defense, and they were at home. You can. Yeah, and this wasn't like the offense putting them in bad situations. This was the Chiefs going 65, 75, 85 yards time and time again. 423 yards passing, over a hundred, well over 100 yards rushing. 
they just ran it down their throats. It, this wasn't even like fair. It was it was Andy, child. Play. Andy Reid's getting better. He is yeah. getting better. Yeah, he's a beast. God, I love that love guy. Him. Giant damn walrus. Me too. And the funny thing is, <laughs> on all that, we, we don't even mention Travis Kelsey, six for 98. We don't that's have like to. That's like an no. afterthought on a game like that. That's an afterthought. We don't have to. It's Travis Kelsey, man, every week. Um, and even when he only has 25 yards receiving, he has four touchdowns. So it's it's Kelsey. That's what he does. The Seahawks beat the my former Super Bowl pick, Chargers. Good grief. 37 to 23. The Chargers are falling apart. And they lost J.C. Jackson, their starting corner, who really wasn't playing well anyway. But um, you don't want to see anyone get hurt. Geno Smith, only seven incompletions. This guy, man, good for him. Obviously, being WVU guy, I love it. But I love it for him, too, because he's he's never really ruffled any feathers. He just kind of goes in there and, I don't know, he, he kind of gets a short end of the stick all the time. Kenneth Walker, we already talked about him, 167 yards on the ground. He had 23 carries and still averaged over seven yards a carry with two scores. This guy's a monster. I'm so glad that he was my he was my number one guy coming out. Uh, and then no one really did too much through the air. We'll see how long DK Metcalf is out with his big one catch and 12 yards. He got hurt. But Marquise Goodwin, four for 67 and two touchdowns. He's not going to score, but – if you need a flex and you need a ceiling play, you could do worse than Marquis Goodwin. Well, especially with Metcalf's going to miss most likely miss right. at least two weeks. Right. So that, yeah, he's a big once and done type guy. Um, Mr. Kenneth Walker, did you see the fancy full stat he put up this week? What's that? 22 point some odd miles per hour. The fastest ball carrier in the NFL this year on that 70 some odd yard touchdown. Fastest, it's almost fastest. like it's almost like forty times at the combine don't matter. Yeah, the dude just yeah twenty two points. I don't remember the the point whatever, but yeah, over twenty two miles per hour, fastest ball carrier of the year. Austin Eckler in a game that didn't look pretty, still kicked some butt. Uh, he averaged he averaged less than three and a half yards a carry. He did, but did twelve get for ninety six through the air. He he's on pace now to obliterate any running back receiving. Uh, yardage and and uh, catches Christian McCaffrey, year. not any running back, it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That's the guy, he's making McCaffrey look pedestrian. Yeah, no, that's because Herbert's become a little check down specialist. I don't know why. Well, now, Mike Williams course, out there saying a minimum of four weeks likely to go on IR this week, seven for 86 and a touchdown. And it's like, okay, Mike Williams, this is what we need. Yeah. Let's keep this train rolling. Now, nah, be out a month. I'm good. I'm good. Well, and you I got know my him. Game. A month isn't a month. If they say four weeks for him, it's going to be eight. So this is just, yeah, this has turned into a lost season for your Super Bowl, uh, guys. So I, I, I don't know what, what to say. It's the defense we thought. You know, I remember you were saying here, this is could be one of the rare times ever you have top five offense and defense. Nope. <laughs> they could not play three games, and they'd still not be in the top five at the end of the year. Just call me Aaron Judge, man. I'm either hitting a home run or I'm striking out. No, see, that's no, see, no, see, that's just not true. Because Aaron Judge this year ended up second by .003 points in batting average. He almost won the triple crown. So mm, if you're going almost. to pick somebody, you got to pick somebody else. Now he does strike out a lot. But that's not true because he also Aaron, is second in the league in batting average. Aaron Judge struck out like 160 sometimes this year, and Tony that's, Gwynn struck out 160 yeah, sometimes. But that's in baseball the 90s. now. It's normal. It's stupid. I'm just saying that he hits a lot of other things too because he was second in the league in batting average. Well, if you're the Steelers or if you own any Steelers, um, if they're not named Pat Fryermuth or George Pickens, it's not worth it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you to drop Najee Harris, but you can't trade him for anything. I wouldn't no. give you Pat Fryermuth for Najee Harris. You know, think about that. I would rather have Pat Fryermuth than Najee Harris. Yeah, that, see, now you now you just lose credibility when you say why? stupid things. Why? What do you mean why? First of all, it's a running back. Second of all, sooner or later, it'll turn around. It is Najee Harris. All they got to do is get get a little thing going. I don't want them to. It's the Steelers. I want them to lose every game. But that that's just come on. That's silly talk. Mm, I don't know. Don't you? you don't you? 
Najee Harris has only outscored Pat Fryermuth by 14 points on the season. Yeah, but again, that that that's I know it's a trend, but it just going forward, that's just silly. And talk. tight Come end, on. tight end is such a tough position to get a good player in. Still silly talk. I'm sorry. I love you, buddy, but it's silly talk. You can if shake I your head at me with your little fancy beard all you want. So here's the deal. Let me ask you, for real. Right now, Pat Fryermuth is the only tight end on your roster. Okay? And you're fine at running back. You're not strong. You're not weak. You're middle of the road. If you give up Fryermuth for Najee Harris, then you have to get a, a tight end that is currently on the waiver wire. That's something you want to do? Yeah. Because I just get Dolchich. I'll pass. I get Dolchich. He's outscoring him per game. Well, let's. I'm going to look up to see what his ownership is right now. Because he might not even be out there anymore. Uh, he might not. In my league, he is right now. Because he's only played he, two he, weeks. So a lot of people had not even heard of him. In Yahoo leagues, he's owning 40%. So you got a shot. Yeah. You got a shot. I'll give you that. If that's your scenario, if Dolchich is out there, okay, let's do it. But other than that, I don't want any. Okay. Well, and that's I, it, man. Well, I mean, Pickens you do six you. for 61. You and do a touch. you. You do you. You got Pickens, man. Pickett is un. Pickett is unlocking Pickens, even though Pickett didn't look good. He is dreamy, that George Pickens. Oh, the master plan. If this, if your boys you're listening today are right and Sky Morgan come alive, the master plan is just, oh, Lord. Oh, it's all coming to oh, fruition, yeah. but almost too early. Um, The Dolphins, they were they were all right. Um, Raheem Mostert, 100, over 100 total yards and a touchdown. Tua, we're getting back into it. I'm feeling good about Tua, and uh, which is weird because I've hated Tua every second that I've ever been alive. Um, but uh, he's looking; he's he's going to be fine. I think they're going to be good, especially with those weapons they got for him. And yes, yes, absolutely. And and they know how to use these weapons. Jalen Waddle four for eighty eight, Tyreek Hill seven for seventy two, and Jasicki. They're getting him more involved in the offense, so we'll see how that works out. That first drive, I thought the Dolphins were going to throw up ninety. They went through them like a hot knife through warm butter. 20 yards here, 15 yards there, 30 yards here, touchdown. It took like two minutes. It was like the Steelers weren't even playing. Yeah. But whatever happened, they buckled down and they shut them down the rest of the entire freaking game. Still lost. But, man, if it if it's going to be like That's that first drive, it, they were literally going to throw up 60 points. But they That's just couldn't impressive. seem to get it together. Anything else for you on that one? You want to move on to the nah, last one? It was, it was actually an exciting game. For 16-10, it was actually a pretty exciting game to watch, I thought. Um, one that wasn't as exciting, and, and it's our last one. So let me right, – what's the biggest shocker? The Packers losing to the Commanders. Um, the, the Bears here absolutely pounding the Patriots or – the Buccaneers losing to the Panthers. The Buccaneers those, is the biggest one, right? Of those three, definitely the Bucs. Okay. If I could add a fourth, it was Leach scoring 94.8 points. In Let's this do it. Go ahead. Go game ahead. Before alone. we break this down. So Go our ahead. friend Albert Leach, who is a fine young gentleman, intelligent guy, but also a bit of a jackass, forgets to put in his lineup. Who forgets to put in your lineup? Especially in a once-and-done league. It's it's not like it's left over from the previous week and you just happen to have one guy on by. You just don't have a lineup. He goes all day Sunday, no lineup. All night Sunday, no lineup. Finally, Monday, he realizes he forgot to put in his lineup. He plays only people from this game. The game that the odds makers are telling us will likely be either the lowest or second lowest total of the week. He plays Fields, Montgomery, Stevenson, Myers, Parker, the lesser St. Brown, Cole Komet, Nick Folk, and the Patriots D, and somehow pulls out 94.8 points in a league where if you score 100, you did pretty well that week. My goal each week is to go, be between 90 and 100. That's my goal each week. And you got 78.1 with, with what looks like a really strong lineup. He gets 94.8 out of two of the worst freaking offenses from a fantasy standpoint. In the freaking league. It was, I'm watching it unfold. I'm like, this mother effort. Like, how in the world did he, was he able to put this together? And these are guys that you wouldn't play most of the time anyway, except Stevenson. 
before the before a um before we got on air, you said you were going to give him two awards. What were the awards you were giving him? Biggest dumbass of the year for forgetting to put in his lineup in a week, and, also, and beast of the week for the year for putting in this lineup from a what was supposed to be an awful, awful game, and somehow ending up with like the seventh best points. In the league for the week. One game. How many, 19? One how game. Many, how many teams are there? Uh, 18. And he was seventh best. That's great. I love it. I love One it. game. And I don't um, even care if it's, like I said, I don't care if it's the Bills versus the Chiefs. To get 94.8 is a lot out of one yeah. game. Um, And in that game, I think Justin Fields, they might start unleashing him a little more. Passing game still has a lot left to be desired, but he did have 82 yards on the ground, 14 carries with a touchdown. David Montgomery, 15 for 62 and a touchdown. That's his thing, right? That's what he does. And then he usually has a couple catches. He didn't have, um, I don't think, a single catch in this one, but that's normally what it does. Khalil Herbert, dude, this guy got a lot more work. He got about half of the running back touches. He basically split the work 50-50 with Montgomery. And if they keep doing this, Khalil Herbert is going to be a legit flex starter. And if he ends up passing Montgomery, which would not surprise me, he could end up being every week for you. Every week. This guy's talented. He is. He, he can play. He's so quick. Not just fast, but he's quick. His agility, yes. the way he can yeah. change direction. He makes guys so miss. Quickly. He's, a, he's impressive. Um, yeah. the quarterbacks are great. You. These Justin Fields, they said, like they're they're greatly increasing his his um the the you know the actual planned runs where he's going to go out. Right. And, Why uh, did it he, take so long? Why did it take so long? Don't know. Especially since he can't throw. Uh, as far as the Patriots goes, Zappy Bailey did not look good. I think I think the honeymoon's over. Stevenson eleven for thirty nine, but at least got a touchdown. Got eight for fifty nine through the air. Good. That really saved was what saved his day. Was a pretty game, but it was high scoring and fun to watch. I'll admit it was a fun game to watch because it was so surprising. Leak, everything about it was strange. Leak, you are the man. If you end up winning the freaking league, which is a it's a beast of a league to try to win, then this is yes. the week that you can pin it all the one. Yeah, I think you're right. You, 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 the man. I, I don't even know what to say to it. I think you're right. All right, you ready to give a, a look into next week? Yeah, let's do it quickly here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Quarterback for me, Andy Dalton at home versus the Raiders. Uh, they give up the most points to the, to the QB in the last four weeks, and that's what I look at. I look at the the last four weeks because lots can change on defenses, right? We just talked about the yeah. the Chargers lost. J.C. Jackson, the Bears just lost Robert Quinn. A lot can change throughout the year, so I only look at the last four weeks. They give the most points, and Andy Dalton was QB four, I think, last week. So let's let's keep rolling with Andy Dalton. Gotcha. I got Kyler Murray against Minnesota at Minnesota. Um, Minnesota is about tenth against quarterbacks. A lot of the guys ahead of them, I don't want to play because either they're awful or they're guys I want to save for the end of the year. So I, I'm. Uh, I really, I really like Murray this week. I'm rolling with with uh, Andy Dalton two weeks in a row. Let's roll with Deonta Foreman two weeks in a row. Yes, especially, that's my man. Especially if Chuba Hubbard is out. Yep. He was RB 13 last week, and Atlanta gives up the fourth most points to running backs. Yes, yep, that's 100. That's who I went with. I it's, it's like sort of a can't miss play because they're going to run, 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 run. He may only have 90 yards, but he's going to have 30 carries, so he still might get a touchdown. That's right. Give me your wide receiver then. I went with Hopkins. I think they're going to build on last week. Murray finally looks somewhat comfortable. He finally has a guy he can throw to that he trusts to actually catch the ball. This is looking like it could be a shootout. This year showing us anytime a game looks like a shootout, it's not. But this has the makings of a shootout. You will like mine, and it is as long as he plays, I'm going with Rashad Bateman. It's a Thursday game. I don't like it. He's coming back from injury. I don't like it. Last week, he was four for 40-something. I don't like it. But all of the DBs for Tampa Bay are hurt. Tampa Bay hopefully is going to put up some points here, so they should need Bateman, especially if Andrews sits. Bateman is going to be a guy, buddy. I hope it works out. 
my tight yep. end then going there. I got Mr. Irv Smith Jr. Cardinals defense is second worst against the tight ends. I'm going with Mr. Irv Smith and what hopefully will be a shootout against an awful defense. What he said. My defense, uh, I, I picked two. And you can just flip a coin. It's the same game. You can have the Indianapolis Colts defense versus Taylor, uh, Taylor Heineke. Or you can have the Washington Redskins commander's defense against first-time NFL starter Sam Erlinger. I got your Eagles. It's an easy pick, but a week off to get healthy and against yeah. Pittsburgh, deer in the headlights, pick it with, the, with all the crazy stuff they're going to throw at him. They're not going to be able to run, thanks to your boy. They uh this could this could get ugly. I could I this is one of those games where I wouldn't I I would not be surprised if they have at least two defensive touchdowns, let alone shutting them down. Feels so warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's a recipe for disaster for the Steelers. I mean, this battle of PA, it, it could literally be like forty eight to three. I don't mm. think it will, but I'm mm, telling you, it, it could get out of hand quick, and I think you you agree. Do you think, buddy? You got one more, right? Oh, yeah. I got Riley Patterson. Jags, baby. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Did you really? I did, yeah, I did Riley Patterson like two or three weeks ago, but he nice. never gives up points to kickers. And guess who loves kickers? London. London loves kickers. Riley Patterson it's good. I expect them to move the ball a lot, but maybe not necessarily get in the end zone, just like against the Giants. I love Send him it. out there for a bunch of 35-yard three-pointers. I love it. That's all I got, man. You good to go? I'm good, brother. It's a good Let's week. Roll. This was fun. Yeah, man. See ya. See you guys.